AOC calls for a work boycott. The YouTube CEO is cutting down on information, and Greta Thunberg is back. We're going to get into all this and more. Welcome to the Raging Patriot Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Saladino, where we go through everything in the news together. Now let's get into this. Listen to AOC call for a work boycott. The, I think when we talk about this idea of reopening society. She goes, we talk about this idea of, and then she puts up her fingers like Dr. Evil in quotes, reopening society. Like it's this magical idea and thought process to reopen the country and society. You know, only in America does the president, when the president tweets about liberation, does he mean go back to work? She goes, liberation, as in, in quotes. When we, you know, have this discussion about going, going back or reopening, I think a lot of people should just say, no, we're not going back to that. We're not going back to working 70-hour weeks just so that we could put food on the table and not even feel any sort of semblance of security in our lives. There's another video of AOC I'm going to show you in just a moment. But AOC is calling for a work boycott. It's great news for the Republicans because there'll be no issue finding new employment. Democrats stay home. AOC doesn't want us to go back to our regular duties and our regular lives doing labor that we're willingly doing to keep our societal structure intact, to keep our way of living proper. AOC doesn't want that. AOC doesn't want people to work. They want, these, these socialists want everything handed to them. In her world, the, the world that she is constructing in her mind would be a world where we're still hunting and gathering for food because, oh, we don't want to go back to the societal structures of work. Okay, go, go back to those. Go, go back to pre-society. Go, go. <laughs> Let me know how it works. Let me know how hard it is to keep your cave at the optimal 70 degree temperature or if you want it to be a little bit colder. Uh, <laughs> let me know how that works out for you. Now listen to this other video of AOC. She tries to divert the protests away from freedom and make it all about Trump, falsely claiming he does not support state governments. Listen to this. That's what we need to do. If you want your freedom... If you want to end the, the if you want to end the shutdown, then tell your president to make some damn tests and to support some state governments. This is real quickly. She's doing this on a live stream, and the question is, what do you think about the protesters? She brings up the testing. America has done more testing than any other country. How much more testing could we do when most of them are coming back negative? We're over testing at this point. Anybody who needs a test is getting a test. Out. Outrageous. So if you want to make sure that we re reopen the economy, why don't you turn around, march on over to 1600 Pennsylvania. Oh, she was also saying that uh, Trump should support states and states' rights and support the states. Trump gave the opportunity, he gave lockdown clearance to the states for them to do it for their own country, their own states specifically. Trump believes in the state rights. Pennsylvania Avenue and, and protest this president who's not supporting our governors and making sure that we get the tests, the medical equipment, the hospital funding, and the state and local funding so that we can all get on with our lives. So that's what I got to say about that. So she, about that. 
So she wants to divert the protesting away from us protesting for our freedoms and our liberties and then us to go down to march to the White House and start protesting for for what? We want more testing. These dumb socialists, Pelosi included, I swear, every time I hear Pelosi say, "Uh, testing, 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 I just want to jam my face into the damn wall. It's so annoying. It's just testing, testing, and her plastic, stupid smile, her freaking plastic, wrinkly old face. Testing, testing, testing. We need, this president needs to do testing, testing, testing. Shut the up, you dumb. I'm censoring myself. So I, I, when I tweeted out this AOC video, I put AOC tries to divert protests away from freedom and make it all about Trump by falsely claiming it does not support state governments. During this pandemic, Trump gave the power to the states to make the decision. This is what happens when you give a spoiled girl a platform. So, jeez, oh, I swear, these, these Democrats, they just get so hung up on one thing— and that's what they run through. Like, you're still hung up on testing? You're still hung up on that. We should be doing antibody testing. We're past the stage of identifying who has a serious case of the illness. We're able to test all those people. If someone has a serious case, they're going to get the treatment, they're going to get the testing, whatever. We need now to do antibody testing to get an idea of how widespread this pandemic is, to get an idea on how it affects different groups of people. But you know what? The Democrats don't want that because they know that's going to expose major flaws in the COVID-19 crisis to the fact that it's going to be look more like the flu and less like doomsday. Every time there's a new study out, every time we're getting new information, it's looking more like the flu and less like doomsday. And I'm not part of the it's just the flu crowd because there's no such thing as it's just the flu. The flu is very serious. That would make COVID-19 very serious, but not to the point where we got to shut down the entire world because of a bunch of nursing homes get hit with COVID-19. I mean, if you want to be real here, the majority of the deaths are coming from people over 75 who would have already been dead by the end of the year and are in nursing homes. That's the largest demographic of deaths from this virus. So tell me more how we need to, how you, you probably 20 to 40 years old, young and healthy, why you need to stay home and not go to work and not provide for your family because of some nursing home. We all have old people. We all have old people in our families and our lives. I got old grandparents. I'm sure you do too. Maybe you have old parents. My parents are starting to get there. They're pretty young. I'm not going to lie. But we all have old people around us and in our lives. And you know what? When I'm old... Mark my words. Take a snippet of this. Record it. I do not want you to shut the entire economy down because there's a virus that might kill me two weeks earlier than my expected death date from my comorbidities. Mark my words. I don't want you, future generations, to shut down your entire country, leading to tens of millions of people out of work, tens of millions of people unable to put food on the table, unable to pay their bills and put a roof over our heads. I don't want you to go through that hardship to maybe possibly extend my life by two weeks. I would gladly take the virus so this way I know the vast majority of Americans are, are living a good life. I'm not selfish. It seems like a very selfish thing to do. I'm not selfish. 
you can you can you can kill me a year, two years earlier, as long as you. America won't have to go through that. You know, maybe that has that comes with more of being a Christian. I guess that self-sacrifice thing you learn from Jesus. Maybe it comes from that. I'm not trying to compare myself as a martyr dying for you know everybody's sins, but I guess in a certain kind of way, it's like, let me die. Let me die in peace. I'm an old Brillo man. I had 85 years of my life, and I I had a great time. Just you know, just you can just let me die. Don't don't worry about this new virus. As long as it's not killing the young people, as long as it's not killing the healthy people, as long as it's not killing the people that hold our society up, I'm happy dying a few weeks, a month or two early. I don't need to sit in this hospital bed dying of my cancer and heart disease for a longer amount of time. Just have the COVID kill me. Come on. Greta. Greta is back begging for attention. Listen to this. Today is Earth Day. And... um that reminds us that the climate and environmental emergency is still ongoing and um, we need to tackle both the corona pandemic this crisis at the same time as we tackle the climate and environmental emergency the corona pandemic has turned i think i i'm safe to say it has turned everything upside down so how the question is then how do we act from this and how do we move on? Listen, honey, listen, honey. This is the same Greta who faked having COVID-19 a couple months ago. And now she's trying to make everything about climate change again. I get it. It's freaking Earth Day. But we got bigger fish to fry than Earth Day. You could put Earth Day on hold for a year. We got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> fish to fry. We got bigger fish to fry. Get your dumb... Swedish ass out of here. I don't even know what country you're from. Just get out. I don't want to hear you. You look a little bit malnourished. I feel bad for this girl. I'm trying not to make fun of her. I feel bad for her. We all know the Soros people. We all know that the deep state, the Democrats that are propping this girl up, they probably forced her to make this video. But who knows? She's old enough now. She's not a, a dumb kid. I mean, she is a dumb kid still, but... She's like, what, 16, 17? She's not that young. Let's get out. Come on. She looks like she's eight. It's a perfect person for, for the Democrats' agenda. But listen. you, The Democrats, I feel like they already know that COVID-19 is on its way out. It's a temporary problem. It's a temporary problem that they can focus on. The Democrats, they need more permanent problems they can focus on. Because the Democrats aren't trying to solve anything. They're not trying to make things better. They try to pick a problem and they're trying to make that the problem for life. And that problem for life, they're going to keep using. I mean, they've been using the whole climate change stuff for how many, 40 years, 50 years, however long it's been. It's never going to be fixed. There's never going to be a a solution for it. It's one of those never-ending problems that they see, look, okay, the data shows we can get this many votes because we're going to you know, the doomsday. Yeah, doomsday. We can use this and this will help us get control. This will help us get power of all the industries. We got to take over everything because this doomsday that's coming. And they made that choice 40, 50 years ago, and it still hasn't come. All their models and all their projections were wrong, just like the COVID-19 models and the COVID-19 projections are wrong. It's all wrong. Every time we hear something about doomsday, COVID-19 doomsday, 
when we hear something about climate change doomsday, it's all BS. Don't listen to it. It's all BS. It's all them on their journey and hunt for power to help them get elected into office. They do the same thing with race relations. It's never anything that's going to ever be fixed. Whereas in my personal life, and I'm sure in your personal life, you don't care what color somebody is. You don't give a crap. But the Democrats, they need division. They need problems. The Democrats, they're a problem-based party. The Republicans are more of a solution-based party or a you-just-do-you party. The Democrats are all about power, control, problems, because without problems, you don't need the government. Their whole philosophy is, look at all these problems, give us all the power, we'll fix it. That's their philosophy. So when there are no problems, we don't need government. So there, they, they, there always needs to be a problem. Whenever you see anything going on in the world today, just know it was most likely fueled by people on the left who need to keep fueling BS for their big government control and their way source to power. Listen to the idiotic things this Atlanta mayor says. My advice to leaders across this country is to use your voice to speak on behalf of your communities. The reality is this, we will get to the other side of this. We are a resilient people. So we've seen hardships um, over the span of history, and we get to the other side of it. But we have to also learn those lessons. And as leaders, it's incumbent upon us to take actions that are in the best interest of our communities. And I don't know of anything uh, that is more important than the health and, and wellness of our community. So my advice to leaders would be continue to use your voice to advocate for your communities. And what I've said to pe the people of Atlanta, don't listen to me. Don't listen to the governor. Don't listen to the president. Listen to the scientists. Oh, listen really? Listen to the public health professionals. Listen to the men and women who are going in our hospitals day in and day out. What are they saying? You know, listen to the people in the hospitals. You know, those same people making TikToks and the ones that are not busy, so they're out joining protests and they're not busy, so they're making internet videos of them dancing and twerking. You know, listen to those people. Their messaging is consistent, and it is please stay home to help save lives. Stay home to help save lives. That's, that's the liberal dream, isn't it? Listen to scientists, she says. You know, the same people who said 2.2 million were going to die from COVID-19 in America. The same people who said hundreds of thousands would die even with lockdowns. Yeah, sure. Listen to them. Are these the same people that told us not to wear masks because masks were useless? Are these the same people? Are these the same people that said there was no human-to-human -human transmission from COVID-19? Are those the scientists we're listening to? Because I'm not quite sure. The scientists are giving us BS. They're, they're feeding us this BS information. Why would we want to listen to them? There's no reason to listen to them. What, who we got to listen to are ourselves. We need to listen to the facts. We need to go and do a deep dive of the data and listen to what we discover and what we come up with. We need to listen to the truth. They try to tell you lockdowns are for the greater good. Well, Mandatory vaccinations, they're for the greater good. Soon they're going to be saying eugenics are for the greater good. And what is already happening? Taking away your freedom for the greater good. 
Once you sacrifice your freedom for the greater good, you will be left with nothing. The only thing that is truly for the greater good is giving you the freedom, the choice, and the responsibility to make decisions in your own life that affects you. That is the only thing, the only true ideal that is for the greater good. This woman in Idaho was arrested for taking her kids to the park. For those of you listening, they're taking this woman away in handcuffs. There's a bunch of people. Nobody has a mask on, by the way. Real quick, the irony is they arrested her for, I guess, taking her kids onto the playground as they come and get her, breaking all social distancing guidelines, no mask, they're touching her, they're handcuffing her, they're getting in close quarters. Who really is the enemy of the, of the people here? Moms unite. Moms unite across the country. Just get in your cars. Just take your kids to the park. Rip the tape off. Just all of you. Just go do it. And you know what? Any cop that comes and tells you you can't be outside, their duty is now over. They're no longer police officers. As soon as they break their oath to uphold the Constitution and your freedoms and your individual rights, the moment they break that oath, they are relieved from duty, I'm sorry to say. Listen, the governors have revoked our freedom, and it's time to take it back. I'm not advocating for a revolution. I'm just saying, say screw it. Just just go back to work. Don't even bother with protesting. Don't even bother with rallying against the government. Hey, you know what? You, you can do that too. But I think the best protest would be for everyone just to go open their businesses again, to just go back to work. I think that's the be- the greatest protest of them all. Is the governor really going to unleash all the police force to go one by one to each business and shut it obviously probably honestly they might (laughs) let's be real but when they do that if you all do it together just everyone that's my advice everyone together should just go and do that um but then we also talk about um removing information that is problematic you know of course anything that is medically unsubstantiated so people saying like take vitamin c um you know um, take turmeric, like those are all will cure you. Um, those are the examples of things that would be a violation of our policy. Um, anything that would go against World Health Organization recommendations would be a violation of our policy. And so remove is another really important part. Any, listen to what she said. Anything that goes against World Health Recommendation policy. This is the problem. Because they're trying to use authoritative sources. So YouTube's removing anyone who goes against the WHO. This is the organization that shills for China and said there was no evidence of human-to-human transition of COVID-19. 
I guess we're only allowed to spread the WHO misinformation and not our own information. So if I start going on about hydroxychloroquine and how it's showing promised results in curing people combined with zinc, I think it was, and then vitamin C will also lower your chances. I guess because the WHO doesn't say it, it's not substantiality facts. Even though if you if you wanted to make a debate about it, we can go to the case studies where doctors have been doing those exact same things. So who is the CEO of YouTube? Who is she to say what is facts or not? She can't. And I guess in their mission for authoritative control, I don't know who's pulling the strings there because why would YouTube care? Post your videos to the platform, watch your videos on the platform, and watch the ads. That's the only thing that YouTube should be caring about. Why would they care about information being spread on their platform? What does that matter to them unless they're actually taking orders from somebody else? Why, what makes the WHO some, uh, the, an organization defunded by America after they shelled out for China? What makes them the go-to authoritative source? Why not the CDC? Why not the president? Why not Dr. Bricks? Who is the authoritative source at that point? Because there is none. We know these authoritative sources are wrong. They've always been wrong. So when we're using... So if we, we can go back in time. Let's just say... Hmm. I think it was January... Around January 18th is when um, the WHO said COVID-19 has no human-human transmissions because that's what China told them. If I went on YouTube the day after that and said, well, I don't think that's true. COVID-19 is going to be a human-to-human transmission. I'll get deleted and removed off of YouTube, according to Susan Wojcicki's, the CEO of YouTube standards. And then a couple days later or weeks later, I'll find out that I was totally right. It was your authoritative source that was wrong. And this is the problem, because YouTube's not a platform anymore. They're a selective publisher, I guess it would be called. You, you publish your stuff, and they can select to remove it or not based on reasons. And that's the problem, is because this is how the left thinks. This is how the left acts. They're almost like they see everybody, it's almost like a collective hive mind in a way, where they're trying to control the information that goes to you. The things that they don't realize is the more they try to restrict certain information, if they ban something, it just amplifies it. Like when my, when uh, Cernovich's movie Hoaxed got removed from Amazon, the sales went through the roof on other platforms. Censorship, I think it's a Streisand effect. I think that's what it's called. It, it's, it's something, it was like a celebrity who had a photo of a house that a photographer put, like a t- photographer took a photo of, of uh, a celebrity's house and the celebrity didn't want that photo to get out, so she made a big deal about it. And because she made a big deal about it, the photo of her house became a big deal when nobody would have normally cared. That's what these platforms are doing. They're just trying to control the information that comes to us because it helps their overall goal. It's all about control, socialism. It's all about that control. And they're trying to control the information that we're getting. They're trying to control how I communicate with you guys listening. They don't want me to talk to you guys and tell you that hydroxychloroquine shows as an effective treatment against COVID-19 as said by these doctors who've tried it. They don't want me to say that to you. Why don't they want that? Why? It's not like I'm telling you guys to drink fish cleaner. And you know what? With that whole fish cleaner story, I bet it's because 
the mainstream media, they run articles like, oh, Trump's trying to promote uh, this, this drug as an effective treatment. And guess what? That drug is also found in fish cleaner. And then some idiot starts drinking the fish cleaner because they're like, oh, well, it's found in the fish cleaner. Get out of here. Don't take the misinformation. It's ridiculous. Coronavirus deaths greater among Fox News viewers that prefer Hannity over Tucker Carlson, studies say. What kind of dumb stuff is this? This is promoted by Newsweek. I replied saying having dead people vote in polls for them is such a Democrat thing to do. Now, the reason why this article goes out It's obviously a ridiculous article. The reason why they want this to go out is because they want to attribute COVID-19, I guess, information, misinformation spread, and they want to try to pin it on the right. Oh, this is a bigger deal than it normally is because, look, your right-wing outlets were downplaying it. That's why all your right-wing ringers that are watching are, are dying. Who Who conducts a study like this, and how do you even conduct a study like this? Let's read it. Let's see if they let's see if they explain. Fox News disputes the findings of a new study that suggests regular viewers of the show Hannity were more likely to die from COVID-19 than who prefer Tucker Carlson. The study titled Misinformation During a Pandemic was first published Sunday. Listen, the people who watch that show, there's probably a lot of crossover. It's probably just the age demographic difference. I know a lot of younger people that watch Tucker versus Hannity. I don't know many young people who watch Hannity. My grandparents love Hannity. Carlson warns viewers that the COVID-19 might pose a serious threat from early February, wrote the researchers, while Hannity first ignored the topic on his show and then dismissed the risks associated with the virus, claiming that it was less concerning than the common flu and insists that Democrats were using it as a political weapon to undermine the president, which is true, (laughs) which looking back, he was pretty true. (laughs) He He was right on point. Although Hannity did compare COVID-19 favorably to the flu on multiple occasions. He was not the only media figure to do so in these early days of the health crisis. The comparison was made often with uh, Anderson Cooper's making the comparative. Okay, so viewership of Hannity relative to the Carlson show is associated with around 30% more cases of COVID-19 on March 14th and 21% more deaths due to the virus on March 28th, according to the study. How did they even figure this study out? Let me Let me see if there's... Uh, I don't think there's any sources. Where where would the sources be? Aren't they supposed to put who did the study and how they did it and who they surveyed and the demographics of who they surveyed? Because I don't see any of that. Because <laughs> normally when you see these articles, I saw one before once. It was like Americans hate America more than other people hate other countries. And then you go to the source and it's like survey of 200 people in UC college in somewhere that's super liberal. They interview like 200 people and they're like, study says that 80 people hate America, 80% of people in America hate America. Okay, cool. What's your sample size? Uh, 30 in this one little area of, <laughs> of uh, liberals. Like that's not indicative of, of the entire country. You're going to have to 
you're going to have to do a massive wide study to figure certain things out like that. In this case, no clue how they even try to find these findings. Fox News disputes the findings of the study, insists that it's factually long, and the evidence used by researchers was unfairly selected. The selective cherry-picking clips of Sean Hannity's coverage used in this study what are not only reckless and irresponsible, but downright factually wrong, said the news spokesperson in a statement. Obviously, they put that part last. As the timeline proves, Hannity was covered has covered COVID-19 in the early days of the story. The statement continues, the study almost completely ignores his coverage and repeated scientific uh, specific warnings that of, of the concerns from January to February, including an early interview with Dr. Fauci in January. This is reckless. Uh, disregard for the truth. The timeline provided by Fox News includes a gap of Hannity's coverage of the virus and does not compare his show to Tucker Carlson tonight. The University of Chicago researchers also did not provide a complete record of potential relevant shows from both hosts in their published papers, although they say the findings are based on analytics of com- complete transcripts for the show. Who did They didn't give any information on who they surveyed and how they surveyed it. I swear, the Democrats, they have a reputation for <laughs> for polling dead people in a favor of the way they want to poll them. It ignores age demographics. It ignore, ignores health demographics. Because if my, my viewers, if I, the people listening to me are all 80 plus, and I'm telling them every day to stay inside because COVID-19 is deadly, versus... If my audience were a bunch of 20-year-olds and I'm like, oh, go outside, have fun. Obviously, the demographic with the 80-year-olds are going to have more deaths, <laughs> even though I'm warning you. just It's just based on—it's a numbers game. It's just <laughs> they, I swear, I think I'm living in clown world sometimes. Do people not—I I'm hope, I hope that you guys listening to this think the same way that I do because sometimes I feel like I'm living in clown world. Where I'm reading these things and I'm like, what? Do people not think this through? Are, are people not, do people lack the ability to critically think? Now, when I was young, when I was a kid, my dad's probably listening to this. Shout out to my dad. I was, I was a little retarded when I was a kid. I didn't pay attention in class. I did not know how to read properly. <laughs> I still don't know how to read properly. And I, I think, I, if I can remember correctly, I think I failed all those critical thinking quizzes. But the one thing that I was surprisingly good at was math, even though I didn't pay attention just because I would try to figure it out. But the point I'm getting across here is, I don't know the point. I'm, I had a Joe Biden moment. I just went on a, <laughs> I just went and talked about n- nothing. <laughs> well, it looks like I'm getting early stages of dementia. Um, it seems like, I'm going to start rubbing legs of roaches. <laughs> I, anyway, I don't, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I had a full Biden moment, but yeah, thanks. Thank you so much for listening to The Raging Patriot. If you are listening to Apple, please give it five stars. Uh, the left is one star bombarding me. If you want to shoot me a text, send me some fan mail, 917-540-8768. You can shoot me a text. I'll keep you updated on things. You can send me questions. I might answer them on the show. I might answer them in the text with you. Uh, also, if you can, please share this episode to your friends. Send it to your friends. I, I love doing this daily show. Send it to your friends. Subscribe. Tell them to subscribe. 
Um, you know, I'll be here every single day. Uh, you know, I'll never take a day off. I, I, I promise you. And if I do, then I, I, pro- I probably have COVID-19. And I'm probably sick and dying. So, yeah, thank, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. Go listen to another episode. If you listen to this this far, then, then you need help. You need to go to my other episodes. Peace out.